0: Hey, you're listening to the Smoked Meat Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Pittman. Today on Smoked Meat, we have got a very special guest. We've got Miss April Rose, singer extraordinaire. She's got a lot of new stuff going on. She is hitting really big. Uh, Had a great time talking to her today. So everybody just kind of kick back and relax and listen and enjoy here on Smoked Meat. So how are you doing today, April?
1: I'm doing fabulously. How are you doing today?
0: If I were any better, I would be twins.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. oh, I like yeah. that one.
0: Yeah.
1: I like that one. Very good.
0: Yeah. So where are you at? What town are you in? I,
1: I am in a little suburb outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Okay. Oh. Uh, Central PA, which I moved here a little over a year ago. I'm natively a New Yorker.
0: Mm-hmm. okay well, cool. what about cool. you i am just south of atlanta in a little town called griffin
1: very cool my family i have family out there as well actually not in griffin but nearby okay well, you're Near cool. coming georgia
0: okay yep just north of atlanta i know exactly where that's at
1: oh yeah i was just there in i think april for the first time and it's lovely well i've been to georgia and atlanta for shows and stuff quite a bit but to visit them i was just there yeah. For the first time in about April. Oh, cool!
0: Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, hope you come back, and you got to come back and do shows. That's definitely. Oh
1: yeah, that's that's in the plan for sure. Yeah,
0: cause, you know we've got venues opening back up now, and I'm I'm so ready for it because I'm I'm a paramedic full time, and we work a lot of the concerts up there. Oh and, wow! Oh, I'm looking forward to get to work some good shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a really cool. Uh, cross section of things to be doing together.
0: I do a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, but, me yeah. too. It's the gig life, right?
0: I, exactly. I do stand up comedy, which I hadn't been on stage in probably a year and a half. Well, since before COVID. Sure. And uh I've done. I started a YouTube channel uh, where I did characters, and uh, there are some interesting characters to say the least. That was a that was a fun part of my life. But, uh, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, when COVID started, I actually put a list, put out an Amazon list of all the hot food challenges and told anybody if they ordered something and it was sent to the house, I would do the challenge in the character they wanted, and I would do <laughs> what they were wanting. And by far, my favorite one, I've got a clown named Murray. And Murray's, okay. not, Murray's not a normal clown. This is Murray's voice. Murray is mm-hmm. freaking horrible. <laughs> in, in his first video, he drank a fifth of bourbon in 10 minutes. Which it was tea because if I drank like Murray, I would die.
1: Yeah, I was going to uh, say, is Murray okay? <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> oh, you couldn't kill Murray with a sledgehammer. But uh, <laughs> my friend sent me the, what was it he sent? The white chocolate challenge, which is a piece of white chocolate that's just impregnated with some of the hottest peppers in the world. It's ridiculous. Wow. And he wanted me to read The Dirty Parts of Fifty Shades of Grey is Murray. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never read this book I just googled 50 shades of gray dirty parts I saw paragraphs mm-hmm. I'm like cool I'm, I'm uh-huh. good got on the makeup got the chocolate out did my intro and started eating it and started reading and I'm like oh my <laughs> god which is worse the book or the right. Oh man
1: I don't know it I I know like the premise or whatever but I mean I don't know it's Oh, just... that
0: thing is rough man Yeah, I mean, it
1: got got a lot of press for a reason, obviously. Imagine
0: a clown talking about his own personal Christian gray-flavored popsicle. (laughs) Oh, it was amazing. (laughs) But that one was probably the most fun.
1: Yeah, the things we do to entertain, I swear to God.
0: Oh, you're not kidding. I have done some stupid things in my life, but if it brings a smile, I don't care. I'm married. I've got my kids. I've impressed who I need to impress. (laughs) Mm mm-hmm definitely
1: yeah yeah. that's very funny yeah i've always i've always loved to entertain even as a little girl uh my brother's my little brother's birthday just passed and i guess it would be 25 or 26 years ago to the date on july 4th we brought him home for the hospital Mm -hmm. from the hospital uh and my mom kind of came into the house with him and I always was dancing and performing and doing whatever, but he came into the house in the little carrier and I put both my arms out like this. And I was like, there's my brother. (laughs) Like There he is. Like, like, as if this was my, like I just totally carried him for nine months to full term, like had a full pregnant. No, like this is clearly something that I was completely responsible for at the age of two or three years old. So, you know, this was my, thing to present, but I was always, I've always been like a ham yeah, and everything I do. It's just, it's fun. It's fun to get a laugh out of people. It's fun to be the center of attention. It's in a way, I don't know. I have those days and then I have the, I'm going to hide under a blanket and read a book for 20 hours, days. Nobody texts me. Nobody calls me.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, so. I'm really strange. I can tell I'm getting older now. I'm almost 50 and we've bought a place okay. out here in the country, which I grew up in the country, love the country. When we moved up here, we lived in town, and I hated that. So we bought 11 acres, almost 12. Wow. And I'm actually in my cook shack now. This is where I'm doing my shows from, and you may hear little pigs in the background or little ducks, which, yeehaw! they give it character. That's lovely. (laughs) uh, No,
1: that's lovely.
0: You know, it's funny. I've turned into an introvert that loves attention, if that makes any sense.
1: I I can relate to that. I can relate to that. If I can
0: get in front of a crowd, I'm there all day long, but otherwise, leave me alone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, honestly, I believe that performers, entertainers, extroverts, whoever, Mm -hmm. anybody that has a job that they're passionate about or like put a lot into, I think you really, that time to recharge is extremely valuable. So to, to recharge your batteries and to sort of, so however you tend to do that, I mean, maybe that's, introvert and extrovert seems to be very polarizing. It's like, you're either one or the other. I really feel like there's obviously such a spectrum, but I truly believe the way that, you know, at least myself, and it seems like you, it's like you're an extrovert who also tends to sort of escape from time to time. It's probably just how you recharge your batteries to get back out there and do your thing.
0: Yeah, and that's that. This show yeah. is how I'm recharging mine. Um, yeah, side, I'm on the ambulance full time, and this is what I do to wash that away. You know, I don't monetize it, which I probably could, and I'm re- probably a lot of people say I'm stupid for not doing it. But <laughs> I mean, it would turn it into a job, and it wouldn't be yes. the same. I, I have fun doing it, and I love doing this. I, I I've met so many great people doing this show. And have had so many neat opportunities just because of it. And I don't want to mess that up. You know, I don't want to take away the purity of it, if that makes any sense. I I sound artistic. Of course.
1: (laughs) Of course. Well, I kind of just recently made that mistake. Uh, I'll try to keep this as short as I can. Uh, Because my whole life I've been singing and performing and all that. And then by 2018, I was doing it full time. So, whereas I was going to school and, you know, singing was sort of a hobby or, or more of my side thing, it now became my full-time thing. Yeah. So, I needed to kind of remember what my other hobbies were or, you know, try to find stuff that I did now for fun or to escape because, you know, singing and writing and all that became my work, like you just said. Yeah. So, I picked up painting, which I, I love to do, and whatever else, planting, fine. But I recently, I have a Etsy account now where i sell art on so now i paint and draw and it's like side. it's like it's like a side hustle i guess but now i every time i draw or paint it's because i got a commission and i'm like oh god you did it again like yeah. it's just so i'm literally trying to pick up things now that i can't make money off of like i just <laughs> bought a sudoku book on amazon like get away Don't do things that like I, I, because I love to crochet. No, you can potentially make some people make bank on crocheting. Oh,
0: yeah, big time.
1: So I'm trying to, I'm really trying to find ways to recharge that isn't like crazy stimulating or that I can turn into some sort of (laughs) income stream. It's so silly, but I love creating. So it's just hard. That's what I naturally go to. But once you kind of figure out, you know what you like to do and how you can actually make a buck off of it that's crazy yeah but you you should you should do it the way that you like to do it what other people think you're stupid for not monetizing it or not you do it in in due time you know things will happen the way that they're supposed to and as long as you're enjoying it and you're getting what you want out of it that's it's all that's, that's all it should be and that's all you should be doing it for so that's, that's... up to you so you're, you run the show right so yeah. you're in charge yeah
0: i'm it i I've set everything up. I don't, only thing somebody helps me with is Eileen and Jimmy help me with guests. And they're just, Oh, I love them so much. They're so phenomenal.
1: They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, They're amazing people.
0: Yeah, they're, they're great. But everything else is all me. I edit all of it's me. You know, when I started this thing, I went to my home club in Augusta, Joe's underground. And I was talking to the owner and I said, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And he said, what do you need? I got it. and i I made a list of the equipment i needed It was about 400 bucks worth of stuff at the time sure and he ordered it for me and he's been on his i've promoted them on almost every podcast i've done because of that he believed in me when i didn't believe in order and uh another one a friend of mine of 40 years i wanted a new recorder and it was like 200 bucks and i'm notoriously cheap and i just mentioned it to him and he ordered it for me so i did some stuff for him and uh, the only other sponsor I've had was a candle company out of California called Four Points Trading Company. And Very cool. I was with my wife, and we were out just looking at a little antique consignment shop she goes to. and They had these candles that smell like fresh-cut grass, motor oil, bourbon, man candles. candles. <laughs> I, man-
1: I <laughs> yes.
0: I, I looked up a couple of them, and I, I, I found this company that made them, and I, I got in touch with them, and they said, oh, we'll send you some candles, man, just, you know, do the show with us so i did several shows for them and they sent me two big boxes of candles and oh it was amazing
1: that's fantastic yeah love a good candle
0: oh i do too i do too At these are
1: cool one. that's a cool idea too to kind of do unconventional approaches to a candle because I the, the really fragrant like perfumey ones yeah, turn my stomach so something like grass or even like the ones that kind of have that woodsy smell are like naturally though, mm-hmm. are really nice.
0: They had, I burned four of them at once one morning or one day in my old <laughs> studio, which was in my basement. I had motor oil and gasoline burning and bourbon and uh, firewood. And it smelled like I was, it, it took me back to the, the days of sitting in front of my friend's shop in the evening around a fire pit, drinking bourbon. It just, that smell is wow. just amazing.
1: That's a sense. The senses are incredible too. Like, they, that they, they are. can be. They say that scent is, I don't know who they are, but I've heard that scent is the strongest emotional connector. Like, smells can bring you back to a moment Yeah. more strongly than any sense, I think, does.
0: Definitely. Someone feel free you know, like- to
1: cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty certain that's the truth. And it rings true for me, definitely.
0: I know you can mention tequila and I can smell it and taste it Not a fan, oh, yeah not a fan anymore no, long, I don't I, I feel like a story. lot of people
1: have that relationship with it where it was kind of like really great at one time and then it got too great so too much oh, yeah. and then,
0: yeah I would eat the worm. I would open a, a fifth of it and throw the <laughs> cap away and I quit eating the worm the night that my coffee table got up and went to the fridge and got a beer and came back. <laughs> I never ate the worm after that I won't tell you why I quit drinking drinking tequila it was just bad it was a bad night
1: <laughs> that's no good yeah no it's no yeah. good yeah I don't I don't drink or yeah anything yeah not for a bit now I've I just I don't I days. genuinely don't have the time or the physical strength mm-hmm. or the energy to spare to do it it's it's after for me after a certain point it I love indulging. Mm -hmm. In it and relaxing, yeah. What it what it always would kind of come down to the day after, or you know, depending on that my health, or if I wanted to go for a run or something the next morning, I'm like, I can't. Like this is not worth it. So
0: yeah, yeah. Well, now I've calmed down a whole lot because I'm a lot older and a lot smarter, and I don't like hangovers. Is yeah. I'll get a little bit of good bourbon. I won't drink cheap bourbon. I drink really good stuff, and a good cigar once in a while. And that's, sure. that's kind of my thing, but ooh, yeah, my younger days, I made up for it. My liver would, uh, I think Rodney Carrington said it best. My liver woke up next to me crying on the pillow. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've been there. Like, I've been there. Yep. I started traveling with music when I was, I think, nineteen, twenty, and then by the time you're 21 <laughs> nobody checks what's in your bag like yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. i just i know which bottle i brought with me for each thing you know it's just yeah. like oh, gin on this one oh, yep. two weeks oh, i'll take this like whatever there you go silly, but there's there's like a cool like you know. i feel like for me i was always in rock bands so i feel like that's that very heavily was a part of a culture longer ago and i you know part of me idolized that and thought that was cool but to to survive at the pace that most of the world goes today and expects you to go yeah and to be autonomous and independent as an artist and as a female artist for me to to continually you know protect myself and keep vigilant Mm -hmm. it just didn't seem like a good thing to keep throwing into the mix but i did i had so much fun like with my (laughs) friends and my bandmates. Oh yeah,
0: I, everybody always. I like asks,
1: too, for a little bit. <laughs>
0: yeah, everybody always asks if you could go back and change one thing. What would you? I wouldn't change anything. You know, I, I've done a lot of things that I should regret, but I've never done anything that I do regret. Yeah. Every, everything has put me right here, right now. Right. And you know, I've, I've always had that fear. If you could go back and change one, just a tiny thing, you know, would that change everything? Yeah, no,
1: you can't, you can't regret. I think, I think for me, sometimes I wish that I would have been able to communicate more clearly Mm -hmm. in situations that maybe I was trying to get out of or trying to get into or whatever it may be, whether it was business personal. Like I think when there's other people involved, I have more of a sense of maybe I should have done this differently. But as far as personally, so many small things that happened to me blew up into so many bigger opportunities yeah that you're right those small things some of the smallest things or smallest gigs or whatever that I said yes to meetings led me to some really amazing career highs or or experiences or situations that I'm still in day to day so it's yeah you, you can't you can't regret. You just have to do and be mindful as much as you can in the moment. And I mean, you just grow, you grow from it. And that's, I think that's what you can do in order to do well and do better as you move throughout your life. Big that's job. all you can really do. Yeah. Right.
0: And just have fun with it. You know, yeah. I, I, I tell everybody, if you can't have fun doing something, it's not worth doing anymore. So just no. have fun with whatever you do. You know, I'm the no. guy that told a joke to the mortician as a kid with at my dad's funeral. <laughs> That's bad. But I remember the <laughs> joke. It was, What did one casket say to the other? Is that you, Coffin? Oh, no. <laughs> I never said it was a good joke. I said it was a joke.
1: I think it's a good joke. <laughs> I like wordplay, I think he, it's creative.
0: He looked like he wanted to strangle me, but it was so funny. Because, I mean, here I am, 10 years old, dad's gone, I'm at his funeral, and tell the mortician a friggin' joke. <laughs>
1: I think there's beauty in that. I mean, you you seem to kind of have a positive recollection of that moment, so Oh yeah. where it could have been totally the opposite.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So um yeah, I I love music. Uh I've been listening to some of your stuff and you're on point. You're really good. Cuz it's funny a lot of, a lot of times, you know, I I'll, I'll get new guests and I I won't know them but it's, but it's mainly because I'm that old guy that's had the same playlist for the last thirty years. <laughs> and since I've started doing this, I've opened up a lot and my playlist has grown dramatically. And uh it, it freaks my kids out. I was actually listening to the theme song from Clown Motel. And it's not okay. what I normally listen to. And my daughter walked down into my studio and she went back upstairs and when I went upstairs she was trying to find this song she said what were you listening to and i told her she said yeah dad was jamming up there or down there <laughs> yeah and it, it blows their mind that i actually get to talk to people that do this
1: that's amazing
0: yeah and it, it's it's hilarious because they don't see that side of me a lot they see the side of dad that when we're in the car going somewhere they hear dad music and sure then all of a sudden here i am Now I can play these songs and I'm like, you know, they've grown up with Phil Collins and serious hits. That'll come on and I'll be like, That's my friend playing bass. They're like, What? I'm like, Yeah, that's Leland Sklar. I know him. I talk to him regularly. And they think that is so
1: cool. Yeah, it's a cool feeling to feel in the mix and honestly it's fun you say like dad music, but I mean that I when I was growing up my parents definitely we're listening to their music and i didn't hate it i definitely didn't resonate with me at the time obviously it's you know i'm saying when i'm 6 7 years old yeah but as i've grown up the ooh, sorry <laughs> elbowed my computer there yeah. uh, as i've grown up the yeah, right, it happens as i've grown up the the music that they introduced me to at that young age has now become nostalgic to me mm-hmm. and i've been able to get into it and even meet and work with people that sort of are connected to those worlds and it's just wild yeah it's wild and 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 the music sort of so they might think it's dad music now but in however many years they might be like ah oh, dad music exactly. <laughs> you know like yeah. it'll be a good thing so
0: and it's funny my oldest one is into the k-pop okay and i can dig it you know that's their thing i don't listen to it but okay but yeah. I love messing with it because I don't know what the thing is now. They're they're taking pictures and hanging them up like little card sized pictures, and I'll call them her baseball cards, and that pisses her off so bad. <laughs> it's like they're not baseball cards, like, Yeah, they are. Is bro. it like
1: they're like trading cards? We're probably. I'm gonna sound yeah. so old right now. I'm not actually yeah. sure. I'm, I know of K-pop. I understand the history and the how it's like exploding, which is amazing. Yeah, and it's yeah. really unique. Uh, but i don't i don't know any of the yeah like what the collecting the trading cards a lot of the younger yeah. generations take not takes but pulls influence from stuff that i definitely was doing 10 yeah. 15 years ago
0: yeah so um, i'm like
1: familiar with half of it but then there's new stuff that i'm like what is this like i, I don't when, even know what
0: when i was a kid we had kiss trading cards and on that's the cool. back of them was a puzzle, <laughs> and I had I had like four sets because I had all four puzzles, and that that was so. Uh, I'm a huge Kiss fan.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and I, I thought I was gonna get to work their concert in Atlanta in August, and it turns out that's the one of the like four venues in Atlanta that we don't work. So I'm like, damn it, really? Oh. <laughs> and also awesome. another venue we don't work. We've got Poison, Motley Crue, uh, Joan Jet, and. Else, Def Leppard coming, and I we, we, we don't work that one either. So I'm like, damn it!
1: <laughs> Aww.
0: But I will. But I. Well, you can
1: go pop in and see them. But I'll one enough, of them
0: after after mentioning those. I get to work Harry Connick Jr., which I'm really excited about.
1: That's cool. <laughs> That's super cool.
0: So I'm all over the map.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, the the universe will give you some cool stuff. I bet. Definitely. Just wait for it. You might be missing stuff that you're like, oh, I'm missing that, but. Yeah it'll give you something
0: oh definitely definitely yeah but no i tell you i, I love doing this show so much because you know i like i say, i don't i hate to say i don't get out much i, mean, I sound like the old man but i don't know, either Like i, say, I, I don't <laughs> listen to a lot of brand new stuff and it gets me exposed and like i say my playlist is just grown yeah, mm. I've never listened to rap. I've got a couple of rappers on my playlist now that I know that's really awesome. cool to listen to. Yeah. And uh, I love it. And it's all, like I say, all thanks to Jimmy and Eileen, because they have, they have put me in touch with such great people. I love them so much. Yeah. And they will put you in touch with some of the most awesome shows. And yeah, no,
1: I, I mean, I already have, and yeah, it's been
0: great. Yeah, you know, I've worked with some PR people who... Said, well, you have to do this one before I give you this one. They don't care if I want (laughs) to do somebody.
1: Where did Brad go? There we go.
0: Okay. Yeah, I shut down for a second. What the hell? It's
1: okay. I can see. I can hear you.
0: Okay. Well, we're gonna have to wrap up because I've got like five percent on my battery. What the hell? (laughs) Um. Lovely. Lovely. See if I can turn my mic on there or my computer. Crap. There we go. I'm back, trying to figure out how to make my thing work. Oh well. But um, so tell me about your new single.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wrote a song two years ago called "Do You" with a question mark. Mm -hmm. Um, it's coming out July 20th. Through Soho Records, uh, AWOL, and Sony, uh, I wrote it with. I wrote it by myself in my apartment, and then I produced it with my two most favorite people in the entire world, uh, Jacob Adam Kulik, who leads Project Kulik, K-U-L-I-C-K, and my buddy Kevin Iserman, who I've been in bands with since I was about 18 years old. That's about 10 years. So that's coming out July 20th, finally, I'm very excited, it's kicking off my solo music debut and there's a music video that accompanies it that will be coming out shortly after we'll be setting the date soon as well um yeah i'm really excited about it it's i feel like the song is the most me song that i've put out and i pretty much wrote it about it was a love song that sort of turned into me talking about how i've mastered the art of deflection and I kind of just let people operate around me, and is and if they need me, you know, I'm here. But otherwise, you just you you keep doing you. But I don't know if you see me, but I, I oh, definitely yeah. see you, and I support you, I love you, and yeah. So it, it the story's really in the song, but I'm very happy about it, I'm very happy with it.
0: Oh, very cool. Well, I probably tell you, it's been enjoying. You're welcome on here anytime. I hate to cut this one short, man. this battery's killing me. It was 100% 20 minutes ago. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, it's okay.
0: But you're welcome on here. Anytime Eileen will give you my number, all you got to do is call and say, hey, I want to be on the show. And it takes me five minutes to set up and get ready to rumble.
1: Awesome. Sounds great. Well, I look forward to that. And we'll talk soon.
0: Outstanding. You take care, my dear.
1: Okay. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Uh, bye.